25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Howdy, what's up? How y'all are? Monday, 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 Mamas and the Papas. I once said on this show that it was the Beatles, and and as uh, Doc Holliday in Tombstone said, you'd have thought I walked on your grave, because golly... Roger, I tell you what else I got wrong. We were uh, doing a Sunday school lesson a few Sundays ago um, in Ecclesiastes chapter mm. three. At my favorite. The there's a time for this and time for that. Yeah, to everything there's a season. Turn, to, turn. That's yeah. right. And so I said, you know, one of the things that's made this popular is that Beatles song. <laughs> <laughs> and after the class was over. Not on the spot, but after it was over, a man walked up to me and said, hey, that was the so-and-sos. That was not the Beatles. Who, who, who did sing that song? To everything, turn, 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 there is a season, turn, turn, turn. Yeah, uh, you got me. Yeah, I don't know. But I thought it was the Beatles. It wasn't. It was not the Beatles. You mess around and credit something to the Beatles that they didn't do or credit something they did to somebody else, and Beatles fans will light you up, man. Learn that the hard way. <laughs> so welcome in on a Monday. I'm, the birds. Oh, the birds did it. Thanks, Walt. Yeah. On the text line. See, that's what the text line's for. Smart people listening can tell you what you need to know. I'll give you that number on the text line, the number to call the Divinity Equipment phone, and all that jazz. First, though, let me tell you, my name is Matt. The other voice over there is Roger, producer Roger like to joke with him every now and then. I call him Cynical Roger. He hadn't been cynical in several days. But it's doggone funny it was when the he weekend. is. Oh, that's it. Okay. So Friday you were looking ahead to the weekend. It's Monday you're looking back. Right. We'll get Cynical Roger on the show tomorrow or Wednesday maybe. We'll see. But my name's Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents. Competitive rates. Fast and friendly service, Farm Bureau. They're the kind of people you want to do business with, and you get to deal with somebody one-on-one, face-to-face, the way it ought to be. Well, in insurance or anything else, for that matter, and that is you deal with somebody locally, somebody you know, you trust. There's a little extra incentive for you both. When you're, when you're dealing with somebody, you see them on Sunday nights. You know, you see them at the ball field on Friday. I kind of like it that way. And you should, too. Thanks uh, to the text, Walt, another texter, and Little Debbie on the text line. Let me know that was the birds that sang that song. To everything, turn, turn. You want to text the show and be like them? You should. 
It is 885-ESPN. That's the number to text. Toll free, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. You could also let me hear your voice and others as well around the state. I'd love to hear your voice on this Monday. Call me anytime on anything. It's fine. Uh, 995-1059. That's the Davini Equipment phone. Davini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. They are the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S. Been doing it better, longer than anyone else. At Kubota, two spots right around here, Jackson and in Madison. That's the Davini phone. The number again, 995-1059. So, new time slot. Normally, you're hearing Chris. We've been telling you about this for a month. On the gridiron, we switched. So, the Matt Wyatt Show from 12 to 2 on The Zone. And um, starting next week, after Chris comes back from vacation, you'll get prior to this from 10 to noon, you're going to get the the gridiron there in an earlier time slot. It works best for everybody. His schedule, my schedule. Um, Nobody pushed anybody, but there was some agreement there, and so that's what you get. So a little switcheroo. Today's the first day of it. If you listen to this show on other stations around the state of Mississippi, uh, WVBG Vicksburg, 107.7-1490, or WBLE in Batesville, uh, you're not affected as you can tell, but just uh, putting the word out there, a little bit of a change. How you like it so far, Roger? Oh, it's great. It's great. And uh, for those people who are alarmed, uh, Chris just happened to have uh, scheduled to, to be off this week. He's He didn't tell me what he's doing, but I'm assuming it's hair plugs. <laughs> hey, I'm a, I, I'm hair not plug going for to... men. He's kind of vacationing over there. <laughs> I, I'm going to assume that he is um, probably beach bound. Yeah, somewhere. he's sun tanning on the beach. You got to watch out for that, though. Yeah, especially if you uh, if you don't have much hair up there. I've, I've learned the hard way. Learned that this past <laughs> week. Yeah, it will peel. Oh, it will peel, baby. Yeah, what's happening with me is, you know, I've always just born with this pale skin. Don't tan easily or naturally. I I have tanned a lot over the years, just being out in it and constantly getting sunburned to the point your skin just kind of gives up, and that's my life. But you know, somebody as pale as me shouldn't grow up, I guess, and constantly in the sun unprotected. I don't I don't think I even really knew what sunscreen was until I was about, I don't know, 25 years old. And by then it's too late, constantly sunburned. And so for me at about 21, I was in college playing ball. And at about 21 years old, the first time that I actually had the experience of going to a dermatologist and they put you under the knife, cut a big old chunk of your skin out, remove something and sew you back up. And Good it's, times. yeah, you know, and, and the term skin cancer, you know, there's a lot of things that are, that, that they'll remove, either freeze it, I call it zap it, they'll get the gun out and bzz, zap it, or they'll cut it out and sew it up. That is more preventative than anything else, but some things pop up that are worse than others. But make a long story short, and if you're on the beach, I mean, cover up, because there's going to come a day later in your life you're going to wish you had if you don't. Hey, Chris, if you're listening on your phone, which I'm assuming you are, sunscreen, man, especially up there on that dome. Like the great baseball announcer Joe Garagiola said, day like this, you better get your infield covered. <laughs> better, get your, <laughs> better get your infield covered. All right. Here's what Bulldog Blitz just texted to the text line at 885-ESPN. said, thank you, sweet baby Jesus. The Matt Wyatt Show is on. 
Well, thank you. He says he didn't like all that national stuff with the NBA fodder. Uh, you don't want to talk about the NBA no longer using the term owner? You don't want to talk about that, Bulldog Blitz? That's fine. No, i tell you what I do. Let, let me just give you some context, and then I want to bring something to your attention. If you are a listener to this show, it is something that I think most of you would find interesting, not in any way being prom- uh, paid to promote somebody else's show or podcast, but it's something I was listening to. So with two extra hours prior to the show today, with the time change for, for this show, to be able to prepare and do some things. Roger, one thing I want to do is lose some weight. One thing that means is i got to get out from in front of this computer. It's like always radio or video editing stuff, and I spend a lot of time in front of the computer, a lot of time sitting down. We've talked about that before. So today I, you know, put on the shoes and went out and, you know, try to make walking up and down the hills in my neighborhood a daily routine. I'm going to start that today, okay? And on my walk, so we're only talking about hours ago, I listen, I'm listening to a series of podcasts. If you want to call them investigative, that's fine. But I, you know, I don't know if that's the right term. It's sort of like that. It's almost kind of like a documentary, but in audio form. And the name of it is Gangster Capitalism. Okay, so raise your hand if you're aware of this. Roger, as, as busy as you are, headphones on, but, you know, that kind of thing. I'm imagining that you probably haven't listened to it yet. No, I haven't heard that. Okay, Gangster Capitalism. What's that all about? Well, what they are covering right now in depth is, remember this college admission scandal thing yeah. that, that we talked about? Aunt Becky from Full House? Yeah. I'm still brokenhearted about all this, by the way. That one guy got time served for like a day. Yeah, the first guy. So if it's all going that way, it's going to be tempest in a teapot. Well, and that was a coach at one of the schools that actually yeah. took bribes and finagled and to kick the kid off the team because of an injury, but he was still in school. They and he took the bribe. Yeah, he served like a day in prison. Okay, but that's what I'm listening to. Is this? And it's just. I think they're into about six episodes of it right now. The fifth or sixth is what I was listening to this morning. And yes, it's about this college admissions scandal. All these wealthy people, actors, CEOs, millionaires, billionaires all over the world that went through this one guy, Rick Singer, to get, and, and he would take their money and and then deliver bribes to school officials to coaches, all kinds of people around. He'd pay off testers, like at ACT and SAT testing centers. He'd pay them off. He'd have somebody go take the test for the kids. And all in the world it was, these wealthy parents paying this guy to completely just outright cheat the education system and get their kids into elite schools, Harvard, Yale, USC. We know all about it. So that's what this podcast is covering. It's called Gangster capitalism. Um, hey, and, and Roger asked, D, is that what DJ wants to talk about? Has he got a different subject? Just real quick. Uh, I'm not exactly not sure. sure. Check yeah. Let's check on him and see on the Divinity Equipment phone. Divinity Equipment, Madison, and Jackson. DJ, on the phone. What's up, DJ? Have you listened to this yeah. podcast I'm talking about? 
Not yet, but I'm going to. Uh, Are you familiar with I, the story? I am, absolutely. And I'm going to chime in for what it's worth. I know with social media, this kind of thing gets big. But you know good and well, rich people have been doing this kind of thing to get their kids special favors for years. Now, maybe not to this degree, but, but, but I don't know. But, but yeah, Aunt Becky, I mean, come on, because let's, let's say back in the day, that girl was hot, okay? I mean, <laughs> yeah, no that question. girl was absolutely hot. Uh, what I called in for, you know I'm an Ohio State fan. Yes. State graduate, but Ohio State fan. Do you have any interest in the game tonight? Oh, yeah, definitely. Vandy, Michigan, game one of the national title series. Yeah. No, I'm definitely interested. I'm interested to see, does Michigan walk out there and go toe-to-toe with Vandy? We know Vandy's good. I want to see how legit Michigan is. I think they're legit. Well, well, here's my deal, okay? And and I I didn't keep up with Michigan because, let's be honest, the Big Ten's a little down. Ohio State won the tournament. Ohio State beat Michigan three out of four. I went through their games, game by game. This coach at Michigan is brilliant. He yeah. took them to US, UCLA during the season. He took them to Texas Tech during the season. He took them to Oklahoma State during the season. The whole time, their record was not very good because they were playing these top 10 teams on the road. Mm-hmm. But, gosh, surely nobody can get that high. You know it's going to make me sick if Michigan wins. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I mean – you know, because here we are. We win the Big Ten. Congratulations. Y'all go play Vandy. I mean, hello. Yeah, right. I mean, I, call, I called a friend of mine, and I know you don't keep up with Ohio State baseball, but we made a Super Regional five years ago, went to Florida State, and got out scored 47-5. to five. Okay, mm-hmm. that's Big Ten baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never dreamed that Michigan – okay, when they beat Oregon State, I said, okay, that's the fluke. And then they went to UCLA, yeah, and took two out of three from the number one team. But they lost the second game, and I said, okay, Mm -hmm. Cinderella, it's 12 o'clock. And they come back and won. And and the thing is, you got to buy. And I I read up about these kids. See, you know, obviously the Big Ten can't recruit baseball-wise against the big power conferences. Hey, but let me say something about that, DJ. I I do want to throw in on that, on the baseball recruiting thing. I think – I think – that it's like, I mean, it's completely hit or miss on this on, on this evaluation of baseball recruiting in college. You know, over the years, we've we've built up this case and built up this case for top five recruiting classes in football. Pretty much always pan out, just rare exceptions, and it and it does. Basketball, the five-star players, so easy to spot, all this kind of stuff. But this coverage of baseball recruiting, and we'll say, well, this class is number one, and this one's number 10, and this one's number 25, I'm starting to think it doesn't mean anything. Right. Well, and and that's what I was going to allude to. And, again, I don't like Michigan. I pull against them no matter what they play. But I read how this coach has done it. He has recruited leagues for poverty kids that can't afford to play travel Hmm. His hooks there because a lot of times they don't get into the four and five star radar, mm-hmm. and uh, he's pulled a lot. And if you watch Michigan, uh, Vanderbilt will obviously be the best baseball team, but Michigan will be the most athletic team you've seen. They are I mean, fast they, and athletic they, and strong, and yeah, man, they 
They're going to put pressure on them when they get on base. The key is getting on base, you know. And the thing about it, it is, it, too, they Michigan still to this point, and I don't care what people can say they all they want about UCLA. I still don't think Michigan's seen the kind of pitching they're about to see out of Vandy tonight and tomorrow. Well, well that that's what I'm hoping for. I don't think that Michigan, let's be honest, okay, when Vander, Vanderbilt's pitching, and I know you said it, and a lot of state people didn't like it. I didn't like it. But when you called Vanderbilt's best team in the country, it's the it's a fact. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm not saying state mailed in the Louisville game, but you could tell the state kids knew. No matter what they did against Louisville, they could beat Vandy. They knew. Now they may not have consciously known because you know, man, you're a competitor. You play college ball. Yeah, you don't I think do. about There's that. There's always a chance. There's always, but subconsciously there is. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There, there were players I played against. I played college basketball. And there were players I played against that I knew on my A absolutely plus day that uh, no I chance. Yeah, with. I understand you that. Know, and, hey, and what time's the game tonight? What time do they throw out first pitch? Is it six thirty or seven? I'm gonna have to look it up. Uh, it, it's in that range. But yeah, I'll I look it up for watching. you. Hey, DJ, I appreciate the call, man. And I think we'll all be rooting for Vanderbilt. I will. I'll be right for Vandy. Absolutely. Yeah, man. All right, thanks, man. Thank you. I got to see. College World Series bracket. Yeah, I don't know what time they start tonight. But you know it'll be in prime time because they're going to put it on TV and, and all that kind of stuff. And I think DJ you know, brings up an interesting point that based on what Michigan does against Vanderbilt, is going we're going to have a, a conversation that gets swung like way over to one side or the other. That, that's kind of what will happen. All right, let's see. Six o'clock. Six o'clock Central Time, first pitch, ESPN tonight, game one, Michigan-Vandy. Michigan takes two out of three from Vandy, who Vandy has all these scholarships and they get all these players to come to school and high draft picks and all this stuff, more depth. Michigan goes in there and beats them. It swings the conversation way over to one side. We start bringing up Coastal Carolina and that kind of stuff, and baseball just being so much different. Vandy cleans the floor with them, swings it one other way. Well, baseball's becoming like basketball, football. Figure out a way to to load up on the top recruits and go to town. You know what I mean? That's the the immediacy of that conversation will be the same way. Yeah. Um, DJ said at the beginning of his call, I was bringing up this thing I'm listening to. It's really diving deep they've gotten all the well not all but a whole bunch of the transcripts of the phone conversations between these wealthy parents and this guy rick singer the fbi they do a freedom of information thing the fbi release a lot of it and on this podcast gangster capitalism they have they have actors that you know have, have reenacted, have read through the transcripts and kind of reenacted a lot of those phone calls. So it kind of brings it to life to you what these conversations are really like when they were setting their kids up without the kids really even knowing about it to be cheated into a school. And so DJ began by saying that he's aware of it and that, hey, but listen, this thing's this kind of stuff's been going on forever. To a degree, yes, wealthy parents giving money to schools donations, whatever, with the express purpose in mind to help 
some, uh, you know, either their kid or their grandkid or something, help them with the admissions process and getting them into this school or getting them into that school. But there is a lot of it that is not normal, is not something that's been going on forever. And that is this in-between guy, this Rick Singer guy, running this, I don't know what it is, some kind of nonprofit foundation deal where all these payments, these bribes from these wealthy parents, it's filtering through his foundation as a donation. Okay? And then he's taking money and through the back door and the side door, paying off ADs at USC, paying off coaches at Yale, paying off ACT and SAT centers and what do you call them, proctors, paying those off, and then and also paying some brilliant guy that was working for him to actually take these tests. This brilliant guy could just walk in there and make a perfect score on an ACT anytime he wants to. And they would say, well, this kid needs a 32. So he'd go in there and make a 32. Like, get some questions wrong on purpose. (laughs) That kind of thing, the whole bribe thing to the actual people in the college athletics department or the school or whatever, that kind of stuff, not normal. And that, that kind of thing is why as soon as the FBI got wind of it, they went in there and blew it up. A couple of developments on the whole thing. It just popped up. I'll tell you about them next. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. There it is, the birds. To everything turn, turn, turn. There is a season turn, turn, turn. And a time to every purpose under heaven. Back. You can be a part of the show. Text the show, 885-ESPN. That's the way to text the show. It's easy peasy, lemon squeezy, 885-ESPN. Call me on the Divini phone, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Here is the number, 995-1059. That's a 601 area code, 995-1059. Thanks, Blair, from Brandon. The heads up there, yeah, 6 o'clock on ESPN game one tonight, Vandy, Michigan. We'll see what happens. Maybe it's an interesting game. If it's not, turn over and watch the Braves play. They'll probably hit a few home runs. Braves have a, what, a six-game lead? Six-and-a-half game lead in the NL East? They're going to win it. They're going to win that division two years in a row. Chop. Chop. (laughs) That's our championship um, horn sounder. And I'm going ahead and calling it. What do they call that? Lock? Oh, yeah. The What do we call it? Wyatt's Winners? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nick says, we're not all rooting for Vandy. I hope Michigan beats their brains out. 
And then let's see, Jay in Baltimore texted the show and said, Matt, didn't you listen to your own conversation with John Cohen? Shouldn't we be rooting for Michigan tonight? I think a Wolverine victory is best for the big picture of baseball. And besides, it's the closest Shea Patterson will ever get to a national title. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Yeah, I think no doubt. In the in the grand scheme, John's point, and he may be right about that, is that you know getting the Big Ten interested in and involved in and invested in college baseball is what's best for the sport because then you kind of get everybody going, get everybody pushing. You can vote things in like that third assistant and so on and so forth. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. Thanks for your text. Hey, listen, I don't want to make it too... It's an on, this is an ongoing thing, this admission scandal deal. Um, it, it's an ongoing deal. It's not going away anytime soon. Lots is going to come out. Lots is going to be said. But again, I, I'm I'm out there today. I'm kind of got the headphones in, just walking, thinking, listening to some of the recent findings in this gangster capitalism podcast. And this thing struck with me because I think maybe this speaks to what DJ said in his call earlier about, hey, it's been going on forever. Well, maybe this speaks to that. I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this. Okay, lots coming your way today on the show. But right now, I want you to take just a second, maybe a couple of minutes, to listen to this. This is a portion from the podcast. I'm not going to play all of it. Where the guy doing it, uh, putting it together interviewed over the phone someone who used to work in um, development and fundraising at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, the Tar Heels. It's a woman. They've disguised her voice. But I want, I want you to take just a couple of minutes here to listen to what she said on this podcast, uh, Gangster Capitalism. Check this out. That's like 100%. I did that. That's nothing new. And people are, it's mind-boggling to them. And I'm like, you don't understand how this works. The person speaking is a former development officer for the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. In the interest of anonymity, we've altered this person's voice, and we're going to call her Mary. I would just call it the attention scale. You know, how much attention are you going to get for these dollars? I mean, this is a business. It's basically an a la carte venue. Here's what $100,000 gets you. At about $100,000, we're going to start to pay attention. We're going to welcome you to campus. We're going to give you some special experiences. Your application is going to be flagged as having association with a major gift. Here's what $250,000 gets you. $250,000. Okay, we're definitely listening now. We're going to do a lot for you. We're going to talk to the head of university advancement and have a member of the staff personally show them around campus. They're going to sit with the dean. They're going to get a signed basketball jersey with a little message saying, you know, good luck. We hope to see you in the fall. And this is what $500,000 gets you. At $500,000, unless your grades are horrific, you are 99% probably going to get in, and you're going to get all the things you got at $250,000. But now we're in business. 
And a million dollars? At a million dollars? If you're breathing, if you have a pulse and you can string a sentence together, I mean, we are excited about you. I mean, there are only a few things that would keep you from gaining admission. If you have felonies on your record, if you've been kicked out of multiple private schools, although I have seen that, and I have taken that gift, and that child has gotten in. And so is it really that big of a deal if I help 10 get in? Well, the problem is there's a hundred of me on campus. But I gotta be honest, while I was there, I was finding so many great excuses for why it was okay. Well, these dollars are going to scholarships for kids that couldn't otherwise afford to attend. These dollars are going to recruit an amazing faculty member. We're getting someone of a certain caliber that we wouldn't otherwise be able to afford. We are doing all these other things that enhance the fabric of this university. You know, all of this is all woven together. So is it really that bad? What about that kid from Eastern North Carolina who is smart as a whip, whose parents make just enough to get by, they're going to miss out on that spot because somebody else's kid, you know, they had half a million or a million bucks behind their application. For me, it started to feel like, okay, this is not really for the greater good. It just felt so hollow. And it's the reason why I will never work within higher education again. All right. Um, there's a portion of that. It's a little long, a couple of minutes there, but I appreciate you hanging in there with that. So what do you think? That is an anonymous person used to work at North Carolina in development. It's a woman. They, this guy's her voice. And just as, you know, anecdotal, just a side story to kind of continue to paint the whole picture of how these wealthy families go about you know, buying their kids' way into school. You know, and federal federal investigations about to send a bunch of them to jail. But here is someone at a university, and ain't far from here. I got news for you, North Carolina. Who she's saying, yeah, I mean, you know, forever, schools will overlook the grades, and you, your family gives a million dollars, we'll even overlook a felony, or maybe not, maybe not a felony, but certainly look, overlook a misdemeanor, <laughs> right? And you're in. So what and do you think? There's a hundred of her on the campus. Do you hear that? She said, yeah, she'd do 10 of those a year where the gifts were big enough that they would get really interested in that particular student because of the gifts the family was giving. She'd do 10 of those a year. She said, but there were a hundred of me on campus doing the same thing. So, you know, you know, where's the right and wrong and how do you feel about it? Um, that's kind of what I want to know. I would think that a lot of people just would say, hey, look, my school's got to have big donations. Sometimes you have to do what you have to do to get them. I don't know. I'm just curious what everybody thinks about it. A little heavy to start the show. It's okay. It's just what I had on my mind. Next, it ain't heavy. We're going to lighten it up with you. You can call, you can text. I'll give you those numbers if you don't have it. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio, staying connected to you around the clock because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Stick around.
You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Back on the show. I'm here. I'm Matt. Roger's here driving it. Steering it. Pedal to the metal. And you're here, thank goodness. Come on over. Grab a chair. Have a seat at the table and join the conversation. A couple of different ways to do that. You could text the show at 885-ESPN. 885-ESPN. The number is 885-3776. Why are letters easier to remember than numbers? Anybody got a theory on that? You could call the show. I'd love to hear your voice today. DJ called in earlier. It was good to hear from him. Uh, Day one of the new time slot here on The Zone for the Matt Wyatt Show. Whenever I say that, it always feels like third person. I don't like it. Anyway, uh, you want to call me on the Divini phone? Here it is, uh, 995-1059, 995-1059. Roger and I were talking during the break, and yeah, I mean, it's always been, you know, pretty well known that you know, the college admissions thing, I mean, it's malleable, fluid, <laughs> as they say at many places, and uh you know, if a kid is from a, he struggles with his grades or he doesn't have his, you know, he didn't make a 32 on the ACT. He made, I don't know, 23. He's not a straight A student. But his family make a donation of 500K. He's got no trouble getting into school. Right? And it's pretty much kind of always been that way. And uh, I also thought it was interesting that you know, North Carolina was in there because they just went through that whole NCAA deal where they they bellied up to the NCAA and pushed them out the door on this whole fake class. They have fake classes, and it, you know, largely benefited athletes. Uh, get them some A's, make sure the GPAs were up so they could stay eligible. Classes nobody ever went to. Got caught doing it. Turned their nose up at the NCAA investigation. Did not cooperate and got off scot free. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, in many ways, the NCAA is kind of a ghost that we all believe in. Um, let's find that interesting. But on the front of those, the stories that keep popping up, I did see this. Okay, and then I'm moving on to something else. But I did see this. A story in the USA Today, 14 more rejected students are suing universities and the mastermind of that admissions scandal. 14 more current and former students who were denied admissions into elite universities tied to the nation's college admissions scandal are now suing the colleges and the mastermind of the scheme. It's a class action complaint filed in the U.S. District Court of the Northern District of California on Friday, all because of what they, the FBI called Operation Varsity Blues. Lawsuits all over the place. I didn't get in because so-and-so paid their way in. I'm going to zap you. I've heard some, some commentary on that, though, where 
these kids, you know, so they didn't get into Harvard, but they ended up at Stanford. Well, the, the <laughs> judge is going to ask them to show their damages. Or, so what are your damages? You mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Which is very yeah. hard to prove. I, and I'm well, this, a, is a, this is what the average Harvard grad makes, and this is what they're, you know, okay, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I think your claim is premature. Right. Anyway. This idea that you can sue anybody for hurting your feelings or inconveniencing you, mm-hmm. uh, not good. Not good. No, waste of time, mostly. Unless you, were, you have the Esquire behind your name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did see this story, Roger. It's not sports related, but you know, you always get crazy news stories out of Florida. This just popped up a minute ago on Twitter. A Florida man. In, in this case, it's a Florida woman connected oh, to a Florida man. This is good. It was on Twitter just a second ago. A woman who went to a police station to turn in her husband's guns a day after he tried to run her over was arrested on an armed burglary charge. <laughs> Here's the scenario. She he tried to run her over in a car. He got arrested for that. So, since he wasn't going to turn his guns in while he was in jail, he went she went over to his place, broke in, got all the guns, took them to the police, said, "Here you go." He said, "Where'd you get them?" His place. Did you break in to get them? Yeah. All right, we got to arrest you too now. Can you believe that? It's beautiful. The quote see each other at lunch. <laughs> in the jail. The quote from her was this. Well, he was arrested yesterday for trying to run me over with his car, and he's now in jail, so I went to his apartment. Since he's in jail, I searched his apartment for the guns I knew he had, and I took them. <laughs> I would be willing to bet you good money that her charges are going to be more severe than his. Than his? Yeah. Because he involved firearms and theft. And theft. And he and breaking and entering. And he didn't actually run her over. He just tried to. <laughs> yeah. She actually did. She actually stole. I think it's probably federal or something. <laughs> Good gracious alive. What a tangled web we weave. <clears throat> Florida woman in this case. Hey, if you're new to the show, one of the things we're doing is we're counting down 100 football teams leading up to the start of the football season. So today we are 68. 68 days from August the 31st, the first full Saturday of college football. 68 days. So since it is Monday, we got a team from yesterday, which would be 69. We'll start there on this countdown. Here we go. Let it rip. Take it. Team number 68. On the countdown. No, I'm sorry. 69. Team number 69. On the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days, just happens to be from the Pac-12, Colorado, the Buffaloes. Roger, what do you think of their fight song? Like it? It sounds like somebody reworked Anchors Away. It's very similar, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, do you know that part of Dixie, the song Dixie, it goes, that part of Dixie? Yeah, like the the horn on the Dukes of Hazzard. Yep, that's exactly right, on the General Lee. It's in the Colorado fight song, towards the beginning. Listen. 
Uh, here it comes. Listen. Did you hear it? Yeah, I did. How about that? Good huh? ear. <laughs> yeah, that's Colorado. The University of Colorado from the Pac-12. Team number 69 on the countdown. They are the Buffaloes. Do you know when they became? Well, it was uh, voted as the official mascot of the University of Colorado back in 1934. But, however, it wasn't until 1957 that the first live buffalo was donated to the university. They named him Ralphie. Let's see what it says here. Uh, Named Ralphie, our female buffalo runs Folsom Field with a team of handlers at every home football game. Listen, Mm. I've, I've, you know, only, I haven't seen it in person. I've only seen videos. I've seen it on television. And I made this statement a while back, and I'm going to stick to it, that I think the two coolest live mascot spectacles in all of sports are the eagle at Auburn flying around the field prior to kickoff. And eagle, you say? <laughs> Where you at, chicken off? We did that for you. In this case, though, we'll use it as an eagle. It's also an eagle. Yeah. But, yes, when that eagle flies around the field there at Auburn and uh, that buffalo at Colorado. When Pretty that big old buffalo, ain't it? Buddy, when that buffalo comes out of there, runs across that field, and and again, I've not seen it in person. I've heard many people talk about this. You know, that the setting there in Boulder around the stadium um, is just beautiful. And it looks beautiful according to pictures and all that kind of stuff. It's just it really does look incredible. Um, they have, a, you know, an all-turf field. Don't they still have an astroturf field? They pretty much always have. And I would imagine in Boulder, Colorado, you have to have fake turf. What kind of um, uh, preparations do you make to saunter that thing across there? Well, see. As it generates fertilizer for a <laughs> plastic turf. You know what? That would be, I would think, uh, included in the here we go air quotes uh, team of handlers <laughs> is a pooper scooper. Maybe they've got one of those things like the horses wear down there in the quarter. <laughs> Maybe so. A little bag back there discreetly. Yeah, right. Maybe so. Anyway, it is super cool. Colorado. Keep, keep it moving. <laughs> Just keep going. Watch your step, tuba. Watch out. <laughs> He's going down. Tuba down. (laughs) Squish. (laughs) It's Buffalo on Buffalo Violets. All right. Enough of that. Hour two of the show coming up, including a former Ole Miss baseball player in the news in the major leagues. Tell you all about that. Coming up, I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go with the home team. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.